Northwestern is another big underdog on the road. I don't think that's quite fair. I want to take a look at why. You are Locked On Northwestern, your daily podcast on the Northwestern Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen for anything and everything Northwestern. We're available wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find us. We're also available on YouTube. Just search Locked On Northwestern. You can find us wherever you're listening. Make sure you subscribe, turn on notifications. You don't want to miss any of our shows. Uh, and give us a comment on YouTube or give us some feedback wherever you're, you're listening on to podcasts. Leave a re- review. It really helps us helps us make the show better. Uh, I'd also like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply. All right. So Northwestern is back on the road this week. This time they're headed to Iowa and they're going to play in Kinnick on Saturday, which everybody knows is a tough environment to play in. And they're big underdogs yet again. And you know, to an extent I get it to an extent I don't. And I want to talk about, kind of a little bit of a comparison here. And let's start kind of on the offensive side of the ball for Northwestern. Look, they're scoring 18.6 points per game. That's not very good. 149 first downs this year. But when you look at Iowa, they're allowing 16.9. They're a really, really, really good defense. So you've got a low-scoring offense in Northwestern versus a very Solid defense that not allowing teams to score on them. Iowa does does not get run on hardly at all. Northwestern, that is the 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 kind of crux of their success. And this is Northwestern's offense going against Iowa's defense is definitely where Northwestern has a disadvantage because Northwestern's offense has been anything but explosive recently, especially. I was I was defense is pretty suffocating. I mean, they allow two and a half yards per rush. Northwestern only runs for three point four six yards per rush. And it's the games that Northwestern gets rolling on the ground that allows them to compete and be in the game for the full 60 minutes. Well, it's going to be a big challenge uh, on Saturday because you got to get Evan Hall going. And that defense is pretty stifling. Evan Hall is coming off a good game after a series of eh, performances that may not be up to his typical standard. Uh, Iowa's defense is pretty stifling in the passing game, too. They only allow a passing rating of 108.9. Opposing quarterbacks are 137 of 228 against them with seven touchdowns and seven interceptions. Northwestern, when you look at both of the both of the quarterbacks who've played for Northwestern this year, 116.9 passer rating, 
171 for 287, eight touchdowns, eight picks. I think this Northwestern offense is very much is going to struggle in this game. They're only uh, getting about five yards of play, and, and Iowa's defense is only allowing three and a half. So expect them to be probably below that average on Saturday. Really is going to be an interesting game, especially because we have seen this new look um, North, Northwestern offense with Brandon Sullivan. Sample size is not overly huge, but he did make his first start this last Saturday. He was, at, for the most part, I thought he was pretty solid. There were a few bad decisions, bad throws that led to crucial, crucial interceptions that went the other way. Not what you want out of him. Uh, it definitely was not. They killed momentum. They killed momentum and allowed Maryland to kind of climb back into that game and then kind of take over that game and seal that game. Well, Iowa's defense is coming off the toughest test that they will face all year against Ohio State, and Ohio State kind of turned them into a uh, a skid mark on the ground, um, a grease spot, if you will. I mean, they were... 54 points, only 47 of them were actually scored by the offense. I think there was a defensive score in that game. But, um, yeah, I mean, despite forcing some turnovers, they got smashed in that game, and it was it was ugly. Um, but that's kind of the anomaly of this Big Ten season is that Ohio State offense goes for huge, huge games against you and – I think you're going to see that happen to Northwestern here in a couple weeks. I'm worried about that, but, you know, we will see what happens then. But let's focus on this Saturday with the fact that, look, I mean, it was they – North or Ohio State only had 360 yards of total offense, but were really, really efficient. They had 16 first downs. Uh, they're three, they weren't very good on third down, which is – that's terrifying. If, if Ohio State's not doing well on third down – Northwestern, a team that is probably not as 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 was well, definitely not as dynamic on third down, converting just thirty six point nine percent of their third downs on the season. Ohio State was only three of thirteen on Saturday against Iowa. Look, I mean, two hundred ninety four passing yards. They couldn't really run the ball. They ran for sixty six yards on Iowa's defense. That does not bode well for a Northwestern offense that has to run the ball to succeed. Uh, and the Iowa defense continued to force a couple turnovers. I mean, it really, all things considered, the numbers are not as bad as the result on Saturday. You saw this, this, this Ohio State defense just was very um, figured out ways to put up huge, huge points in that game Northwestern coming off their game against Maryland first time we've gotten to see this this new version of the offense 358 total yards so a similar yardage total to what Ohio State put up on on uh on Iowa but it but look Iowa's defense is way better than Maryland's uh 143 passing yards two interceptions 18 of 24 for Brendan Sullivan six yards per pass uh 215 rushing yards which is the best it's been in a little bit. That's what Northwestern has to have to succeed. And uh, so it's 46 rush attempts, about 4.7 yards per carry. 
but it's the two turnovers, the two interceptions that kept Northwestern from really competing in that game. And it was a critical, critical, critical mistake or critical mistakes that killed Northwestern and allowed them to lose their sixth straight game. I think that Iowa's defense has an enormous advantage over Northwestern's offense on, on Saturday. But that's the thing is maybe that doesn't really matter because of the other side of the ball for both teams. And I'm curious what that looks like, but you know, but first before we look at that, let's talk about our friends at LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be a hundred percent certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Look, just add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easier, easy really, to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the quali- qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right. So we have we have talked about that the, the Northwestern offense and the big, big, big challenge that they have. Let's flip it, though. Let's let's look at the other side. Because Northwestern's defense has not been particularly good. They're allowing 28 points a game, which is not great. 4.5 yards per rush attempt. Opposing quarterbacks have a passer rating of a 142.5. Uh, they've allowed 14 passing touchdowns to only five interceptions that they've forced. They've allowed 12 rushing touchdowns. 1,300 yards on the ground, 12, 1,500, 1,550 passing yards in the air, or about 46, actually. They're f- allowing 5.82 yards per play. And look, let's see how Iowa compares to that. Iowa's offense, maybe the worst Power 5 offense in, in the country. And this is where Northwestern has to capitalize, has to take advantage. They've played seven games and don't have 100 points yet. They're averaging 14 points per game, which is insane to me. Insane. I mean, it's and it starts it starts with the fact that uh Kirk Ferentz has his son running the offense and maybe that's not going according to plan. They only have 88 first downs. They don't have 100 first downs yet. They might be the only team in the country like that. They're they're Averaging 2.56 yards per rush. So Northwestern's averaging what? 4.5 allowed. So I would expect Northwestern to be able to hold their opponent below their average as a defense in a game like this on Saturday. Iowa, passer rating, 95.9. Spencer Petras, really, really bad. He has barely cracked 1,000 yards passing 
in seven games. He's 98, or well, actually, let's see what, as a team, they are 98 of 186, passing the ball, two touchdowns, six interceptions. It's just not a pretty season. Spencer Petras actually does not have 1,000 yards passing. He's 93 of 175, 989 passing yards, two touchdowns, five interceptions. That's a guy who's been on this campus for a long time. They're averaging 3.89 yards per play on offense. And uh, look, Northwestern's averaging 5.82. I think while Iowa's defense has such an enormous advantage over Northwestern's offense, Iowa's offense is so bad that it gives Northwestern's defense an advantage that they may never have all season long. And so I think as a result, it can somewhat come out to be a wash. I mean, Iowa has the fewest amount of yards in the country at 1,591 yards to this point in the season. That's 110 yards less than the second fewest yards gained. It's 227 yards fewer than the third fewest. Like, this offense is really, really bad. And so I think Northwestern, there is an avenue, there is a path that the defense can stifle Iowa enough to keep Northwestern in the game, and then it turns into almost this battle of attrition. I do think it's going to be a fascinating game. I am really actually excited. I think it's 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 a pretty movable object in Northwestern's defense versus a, a force that is stuck in concrete and cannot move. And kind of on the other end, it's a pretty stoppable um, force first an almost immovable object in Northwestern's offense versus Iowa's defense. And so I think it's, it's going to be a very, very fascinating um, kind of, it's going to be a fascinating game just to see how it plays out. Before we move on, I want to thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide you. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts okay so in just a second we're gonna kind of just talk a little bit more about this game why it's why it's so interesting to me because i believe um it's been a pretty fun series um it's been but i want to take a look at spencer petrus a little bit more but first let's hear from our friends at sweat block look as a larger guy i've always had issues With sweating, no one wants to be that person that's out there pitting in public. It becomes something you worry about every time you leave the house. But thankfully, I found sweat block, and I no longer have that issue. All the anxiety that comes with it has kind of faded away as well. Sweat block was created by a doctor to help with his own excessive sweating. It is doctor-created and doctor-recommended. If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweating, or odor, try Sweatblock. Save 20% with promo code locked on at sweatblock.com. Look, this this 
I do want to talk a little more about Spencer Petrus this year. I think it's been um, a very challenging year for, what, a guy who's been there for five, six years. Um, Just the fact that he's 107th in passing yards. And that's, I mean, you got to keep in mind, there are lists of guys who have gotten hurt in previous seasons or in, in this season that's that you've had to go to backups. So he's probably behind a lot of guys who have either gotten hurt or a lot of backups at this point. Uh, but he's look at, at home this year. He has a 53.7% completion percentage thrown for 622 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. So he's thrown both of his touchdowns at home in conference play. He is 56 of 98, 57% completion percentage, 613 yards, only one touchdown, three interceptions. His quarterback rating is down in the 100s, uh, 104.5 at home and 106.9 in conference play uh, in the month of October. It's kind of been okay, um, very much in line with his conference numbers. I mean, look, this is by far his worst complete season. I'm not counting 2019 when he only threw 10 passes, but he was a 57% completion percentage in 2020, 1,569 yards, nine touchdowns, five interceptions, a QB rating of 119. 2021, 165, 288, 57.3% completion percentage, 1,880 yards, 10 touchdowns, nine interceptions, 117.3 passer rating. This year, 93 of 175, 53.1% completion percentage, 989 yards, two touchdowns, five interceptions, 98.7 passer rating to this point in the season. He's got three straight losses that he's coming off. He actually threw for a bunch of yards against Michigan, comparatively speaking. He was 21 of 31 in that game for 246 and a touchdown, which is has to be the best performance he's had all year. It was 18 of 30 of uh, 36 against Illinois a week later, 170 yards uh, and an interception. Then last week, six of 14, 49 yards, 42% completion percentage, 43% completion percentage, rather only three and a half yards per pass and two interceptions. He gets sacked a decent amount as well. He's been sacked, um, he was sacked twice against Ohio State, five times against Illinois, four times against Michigan. Look, I mean, even going back to Rutgers and Nevada, sacked three times in both of those games. His QBR against Ohio State was a 5.9. So not a guy who's exactly coming off a very hot streak. I think he's one of the worst quarterbacks in Power 5, uh, worst quarterbacks in the country when you look at his statistics, when you look at the series recently, historically, look, series has been dominated by Iowa. 52 wins, 28 losses for Iowa, three ties. Last year, Iowa won 17 to 12 in Evanston against the Northwestern team that was kind of floundering. The year before, Northwestern went to Iowa City and got a 21-20 win. Northwestern's actually won the last three times they've gone on the road in this series. 
Can they keep it up? I don't know. They had that stretch from 16 to 20 where they won three or four or five, rather, uh, which is right there tied with the most dominant run that they've had in a five-year span. Uh, they've won four, four out of five a few times, but there's long stretches where Iowa has dominated the, this rivalry, including from 1974 to 1990. Look, I think that this game on Saturday, it'll be one where um, where I think they have a chance. Northwestern has a chance to compete a lot more than people think. They are, they are a double-digit underdog in this game. I think that's high, especially when you've got a, a an Iowa team that is averaging 14 points per game. Uh, I don't think it takes a ton for Northwestern to to climb in that game and make it very, very close. The over-under under is a hilarious 37.5. We will talk more about that tomorrow. But I do think that this game will be very low scoring. I think it will be a grinded out. I think it will be an ugly game. I think it will be an ugly game that's fun to watch. If that makes any sense, it's, it's probably a little bit of an oxymoron. Um, but yeah, I think that this game could be fascinating. And I think it's a game that when you look at the remaining games on, on Northwestern schedule, they've probably got as good of a chance to win this one as they do any other one on the schedule for the rest of the season. That's why I think that they've, they've got to take advantage. And, you know, that's what we, we will be talking about tomorrow a little bit when we uh, look at the line and make some picks. Then on Friday, we're going to have a crossover with Locked On Hawkeyes. Try to get uh, a preview of this game with them. It'll be a lot of fun. Thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked On the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. That's probably going to do it for today's episode. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with our kind of end of the week picks day early so we can get the uh, crossover in place um, and get that recorded for you for Friday's episode. Uh, looking forward to it. It's going to be another fun week. We were we were awesome this last week with our picks. I believe we were like 19 and uh, or like 18 and 10 or something, 19 and 9. Um, dominant on the picks around the country, not so much on the Big Ten picks. Uh, was four and four of six on those. I think we're 13 and three on the other ones. Um, but yeah, we will be we will have that show tomorrow. Um, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. It's one of my favorite shows. Um, just getting to talk about college football around the country, kind of give you a preview of what's going to take place this weekend. Till then, I will see you later uh, for Locked On Northwestern. I'm Carter Bird. You can follow me on social media at CarterBird13 on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, I will see you all tomorrow.